What's up? What's up, Charlotte and surrounded and by surrounding, I mean Matthews, Mint Hill, Gastonia, Belmont, Cramerton, Lake Norman, Southside and Ballantyne, and even Fort Mill Rock Hill. I welcome you to the podcast known as Nosy. It's your boy, Lim Houston, the host of this podcast. I need this podcast to blow up, folks. So help me. Help me, help me, help me. I think it's fun and exciting to talk about stuff that not all these regular other podcasts, and there's a gazillion of them, I got to make myself different. So I talk about real live stuff that you and I deal with on a regular basis. And there are some things that I'm going to talk about today in our podcast, if we have enough time, that go into pet peeves. I like to do that. I have a recent pet peeve. Y'all know about my pet peeve about ashy feet, and it's summertime, and if you're showing your feet, make sure they look on fleek, okay? That's one thing. All right, I have a dilemma. It reminds me of the movie Sliding Doors. If you've never seen the movie Sliding Doors, it's an old movie with Gwyneth Paltrow in it, and it basically shows if what her life would be like if she gets on the train and makes it or if she misses the train so it's a real simple concept but her her life is totally different and it gives you a narrative and a visual of what that life would entail i'm at a crossroads folks and i know you guys share some of the similar things professionally as you go throughout your life and it's a decision on what direction do i go So for the last six years, I have been on this wonderful, self-employed, entrepreneurial business journey of fitness. Cardio Funk and SWAT has given so much to me. I've been rewarded in more ways than I could even ever imagine. Just the personal satisfaction of helping people change their lives, being an important cog in someone's life, to the fact that people have told me, you know, I look forward to my weekly regimen of cardio funk, or I look forward to being around the energy and all of that. And it's stuff that I personally created and I feel very proud of. The dilemma is I potentially have an opportunity to go back into the mainstream corporate environment and make a lot more money. Okay, so this is just a real conversation that I want to have with anybody that'll listen, you know, anybody that's had the same dilemma. And I know the standard, you weigh your pros and cons. And then yesterday I had a fun conversation with a friend of mine over beers at D9. And when she asked me how I was doing with the podcast and all that kind of stuff. And it was it was really good to really uncover some of the things that as your self-employment or as you strive to continue to remain self-employed, a lot of the things that we talked about, her and I, in our conversation, it made me think, man, damn, I'm doing a lot more than I, I wouldn't even have enough room to put it on a resume as far as what I do being self-employed and talking it out with her, you know, it, and it was a real discussion that left me with more questions than really answers. Cause so here's the dilemma, everybody. 
as you are self-employed and in the world of fitness, the fitness fads or desires of people change all the time. And father time is not on my side. So I have taken into consideration that I am getting older and will not be able to produce at the same level as I'm producing. But I still have a lot of fun and enjoyment. And really, my life has never been sweeter than doing what I'm doing now. However, I physically can't do this for the next 20 or so years. I have to think about a contingent plan on when my shelf life in fitness is just up. So this opportunity came out of the blue. I wasn't really I wasn't really even looking. You know, I like to keep my resume out there and apply for stuff just so that I stay relevant. And if I get an interview, I want to be able to be in the know of what kind of questions are being asked now. Because again, I have been six years removed out of the corporate setting and six years removed from what relevant changes have happened in an operational management position. Doesn't sound as sexy as cardio funk. But I I still need to keep up is what I'm saying. And so by happenstance, I looked on LinkedIn, just I check LinkedIn every so often just to see who's doing what, being nosy, be honest with you, just being straight out nosy. And a person that I've networked in with on LinkedIn had posted, I made a post about some kind of sales position that she currently holds and that there's an opportunity to add somebody else on there. So I inquired and wouldn't you know, it is a sales position that is fit for my personality. Now I've never been in the business that she's in, but just the opportunity to be able to help in a different way, help help a business segment of an aging population and doing it in a way where the business meets their revenue um, goals, but also being creative and being able to do some of those things. And so that job pays a ton of money and the potential to be able to bonus on top of that. And so this is the dilemma. Do I take slide? Do I make the train and go the route of the corporate or do I miss the train and stay in my lane in the world of fitness? Now, there are so many daggone options, right? There are so many things that can go right or wrong with both. And I know at the end of the day, you have to go with what your gut tell you. Have you ever had a decision to make to, to your that's your your own? It doesn't have to be in work. It can be personally with relationships or whatever that seem like if you go both routes, I mean, one route over, over the other, you win, you lose and vice versa. You win, you lose. See, in my situation, if I stay with fitness, fitness is where my heart is. But I don't know that my heart can't be over in the other segment because it also helps people out. Um, So that's the dilemma. And we have decisions that we have to make all throughout our life. As we age, the decisions get harder and harder and harder, right? When you're young and if you go the standard route of growth and development and development in America, 
you go from high school or while you're in high school, you have a major decision as to what college or what college options or technical training options or straight out of high school still and go get a job options. There are so many options that are out there, especially now in our world where really even being an entrepreneur right out the gate, coming out of college is an option. So because you've got these things like Uber Eats and, you know, Postmates and Amazon deliveries, like people can be self-employed just working and delivering food and packages and stuff like that right out of high school. I think you have to be 19, some cases, some, some cases 21, but regardless, our world is just really opens up with that decision that you make on which school or which additional education route you're going to take. And once you take that route, yeah, you can stop, pivot, turn and go a different route at any point in time, but time is still moving. So you only have so many times at that age that you can stop, pivot, and change. Believe me, I know I've stopped, pivoted, and changed in so many different directions. You know, I started with customer service. I didn't go to college. I decided, well, it was kind of the decision of not going to college was made for me because of the way I was raised. But after that, I decided, well, I'll go ahead and try and work from the bottom up the corporate chain so I can get into management, up management and whatnot. And I was on route to doing that. And then I want, I start, I pivoted and decided I wanted to do massage work. Then massage work was like, woo, it's a lot of work on your body to do this. You would really have to build up a base of clientele and hire people and manage those people. And I didn't really want to do that at the time. So I stopped and pivoted the real estate route. And went into that flipping homes. That was a great thing, a great thing. And I, that's something that I want to do again. Then I pivoted and decided to go back into corporate and I worked for various companies. And then I got out and started day trading and lost my shirt. But all these different changes, we just have decisions on decisions on decisions. And they don't get easier as you get older. And right now I am pitted with the position, where do I go? I'm 45 years old. The safe route is telling me to go take the job with money, benefits. You're 45, you've got to explore your entrepreneurial side in that way. And that's not to say that I don't stop pursuing my entrepreneurial side. But in the way that I've done it with fitness has been the longest way that I've been able to be self-employed and make a good income and a good living and feel fulfilled personally. That these last six years have been the only thing that I've dived into that I've been able to do and feel that way for that long. Now, age 45, my years, my shelf life, of being able to continue the fitness thing at that rate is probably a good four to five years. I would have to change and pivot and do something else anyway. And so do I enjoy the next four or five years knowing that I will be fully satisfied continuing on in the route of cardio funk and SWAT, or do I pivot and turn and take a 
quote unquote safer route where I'm using my brain primarily and creativity to try to create a more comfortable financial lifestyle for myself and help out our aging population. It's a dilemma. It truly, truly is. You know, there's there's one thing that I've learned about life is that it that whole saying that it always changes is true. But you can make one decision that alters the axis of your whole world, good or bad. And cardio funk was that decision. With that decision, it was the, the best decision I had made in my whole life. It was, it has been so self-fulfilling and giving at the same time. And I'm like, man, I never want this feeling to end, but it will. Eventually, even if I take that job that makes a good living, I'll get too old to be relevant, but it'll be a lot longer period of time that I could actually stay in that field and make a good living. Now, here's the deal. Here's the other caveat on the job that is a good high paying job. I will have to travel 100% of the time during the week, which means I would only be in the lovely city of Charlotte on the weekends. Now, for a lot of people, a lot of people would say, oh, that's great. You get to travel here and there. And I, of course, I don't know what my territory would be. So I don't know if it would be cool cities like um, Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas, California, San Diego or anything like that. It could be, I mean, little small boom hick Iowa. I don't know. I have no idea. But traveling has never been one of those things that I I really like to do on a regular basis, but I've never done it for work-related efforts either. And so because that's part of my job or would be part of my job, maybe I'll see it differently. Um, I think that it'll be a challenge to, to, to be able to maintain certain relationships that you have at home, girlfriend, friends, you know, all that kind of stuff when you're gone. So that's one of the things that it, it is really eye opening to think like, man, I, I'll be it'll be a totally different way of life, one that I've never l- led before. And not that I'm opposed to change at all, but I think that based on my conversation with my friend, last night that I I need to go with my gut feeling. That's what she said. Uh, she shared a, an experience that she had of kind of being in the same situation out of the blue, being offered a very good position. Um, but when they, until they offered it, it didn't really sink in that it, this is a real deal. And she turned it down. Um, She said she would not be happy in that field and it was a sales position and she's not her primary career goal hadn't been that. And so she knew that she wouldn't want to go there, even though she was passing up a lot of money. So that's where I I have to talk it out sometimes in the media so that I want to know if you have a shared experience that you can um, share with me that 
speaks to what you did in order to come to the conclusion and how you felt about it, good or bad. Um, there's been decisions that I've made in the past where like getting married when I did, I should have never done that. That was probably one of the worst decisions that I made, but I lived through it, of course, but there was a hefty price to pay for that experience. And so I I know to me right now, it feels like I'm on the fence, 50, 50, 50% of me wants to be continuing down the path that I have been for the last six six years. And then the other says, well, why not try a new experience and see if it's something that still allows me to be able to feel good about helping people out. In addition to making a lot more money and where I can also use some of those funds to, to flip homes on the side if I want. So that's my dilemma. It's my life choice right now, the sliding door of my life. And it's great to have options because there are people that don't have any options. There are people that are getting up every day, hating their job, um, hating their career path, or don't have a job. So this is not a sympathy moment for myself It is simply, I've never been in a position where I have two great options. Never, never, ever. And it's usually been, I've just taken whatever's come my way. First thing that came my way, because being in customer service and operations management, there's a lot of those jobs around. So typically... You know, they're one of the easier jobs. Now, they don't pay nearly as much as this job is looking to pay out. Um, But I don't but they don't also even it doesn't sound like they could give me the experience um, and the internal cultivation of my spirit that this job could do, too, because it's not always just about the money. The money is not going to do anything for you, but allow you to buy a, a new toy here or there, but all the while, if you're stuck in a shitty ass job, it really doesn't matter. You know, I mean, I clearly I have had to tone down what I do as far as far as simplify my life in order to make self-employment opportunities a reality. And it's been great for me because I don't I'm not a materialistic person now. I was in the past when I started flipping homes initially, but not now. And so living that life of simplification and being able to just not have the pressure or the stress of making a certain amount of money so I can at least stay afloat has been nice. This job would allot me the opportunity of really staying afloat. It's just I am really concerned about will it also give me the internal fervor for helping people. And I know it won't necessarily be the same way that I'm helping people now with cardio funk and SWAT, but will it still have a, a, I can, I feel it. Can I feel it tangibly in my soul that what I'm doing is something that I can do for the rest of my life and feel happy about doing. And maybe the rest of my life is too dramatic because like I said, we can stop and pivot at any time decisions get harder as we get older and as we get older you know we become less relevant in the workplace so I have to keep that in mind that I can't pivot too many more times I've got to stick with something ride it out until it's time to say oh 
This homeboy is putting up his 23s like Michael Jordan. Game is over. On that note, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to talk that out with you. And if you could share your life experiences with me on major decisions that you've had to make, I would surely appreciate it. You know, I I have some friends, one good friend of mine who is looking at making a major life decision and moving back home to his hometown to help his elderly parents. You know, and that is a big, big decision. I, I even asked him, I was like, man, do you really want to do that? And he's like, I have no choice because, you know, I'm the only one who can help him out. So, I mean, there's there's so many things that happen in our life. And that's why I like this this podcast. I termed it nosy because I want to hear about your life experiences like that because it helps to talk, talk it out that point that my friend made she's like go with your gut as soon as you know you're being offered and then you just stick with it and ride it out could be the decision that I make for me all right so pet peeves real quick the pet peeve that I see the most and recently and I don't I don't understand if it's just me being hypersensitive or anything like that. But I'm seeing less and less people knowing that you're behind them or walking up look to hold the door open as a courtesy. Are you experiencing that too? Uh, I, I and I don't want to say that it has it doesn't have it cuz it it crosses all from a doesn't matter if it's male or female, white, black, whatever. I feel like People are less self-aware of their surroundings, maybe, that they don't even think about holding the door. And I'm very aware of that. Like, it, I just think it's rude if I walk, if I open up the door for myself and walk on through and just expect you to catch the door for yourself. I've never felt that that was a cool thing to do. But that's my pet peeve of this moment, the situation, because the last couple of days it's happened to me and I'm like oh my god people are just so rude and I don't you know a couple people were on their cell phone so everybody has their cell phone typically when they're walking even if it's just to go I don't know to a restaurant or whatever but it is getting it just seems like people are becoming more and more rude about not holding the door open for some people that are behind them anyway I am going to sign out I hope you had fun. Please share with me your comments about today's podcast and share with me those decisions that you had to make and what made you go one way or another. Why did you choose one door over another? All right. Peace out, y'all. Have a great 4th of July weekend.